Right. You ready? Yeah. Okay, let's ready. go. Ready. This is like a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> It's like like Baker Mayfield. We gotta get it off quick. It's like, it's like a yeah. It's like a shotgun uh, wedding, but it's a shotgun episode. I was gonna say it's sort of like timing a swim match or something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. kind of. You gotta really hit that button fast. You guys, <laughs> you guys can take it slow once I get out of here. But let's let's go. Ready? Come on in, guys. Welcome to Snuff a Survivor Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Lauren. I'm Quinn. And this is episode I have two of our talk about Island of the Idols. Three if you got the draft. We're not really sure. But we need to get started because I got to get out of here. I'm going to be leaving the podcast mid-show. In like, yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, here for, I'm here for uh, a good time, not a long time. I, I, again, half of our fans are going to be pretty excited. Yeah, this, this is really great for the one-star fans, for sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's get started. Um, Lauren. Well, it's, we started with Aaron being mad. Yes, because Aaron got blindsided at the beginning of the episode. Uh, he, or at... We well, can keep talking. Okay. <laughs> uh, Aaron got blindsided last week um, when they sent home Ronnie... And he was the only person I think who voted with Ronnie, so he was not aware that the plan changed. And now he doesn't trust anybody else on the tribe. Lauren went to go get the candle so she could light it because she forgot to do that. Oh, thank God! Yeah, to listen. We're up, really here in rush mode. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Think of this as like this this mistake as like climbing up the ladder and then falling off of it. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably have two or three of these. Molly. Are are. My, are you upset, Lauren? I am. I, I have an analogy, and we're going to talk about it later, but I'm going to say it now. So it's like, this is what it's like. So it's, you see a basket, okay. and you're like, that looks like a good basket. It looks like it's a basket that's good at Survivor. Okay. <laughs> so, so you put just all your eggs in that one basket that you think is going to be good at Survivor, and then someone else sees that it, that basket, and they're like, Hey, why don't we explode this basket real quick? Episode two. <laughs> and now I'm left with no eggs because I was really just putting it all on Molly. <laughs> Molly was my basket. Was she your first pick? Yeah. No, Elizabeth Ooh. was. Okay. Yeah. But she, and then in our separate Survivor Fantasy League thing, I also picked her. Yeah, I, really, I had Ronnie in that, so it's not going good for me either. I was I was really all on board with Molly, and then someone else, you know, they also saw that basket and were like, "That basket looks like it's good at Survivor. Let's get rid of it." Well, I I want to bring basket into the ocean. <laughs> off of I want to bring this up now, so mm-hmm. we can talk about it because I, I do want to hear your thoughts on it, Tyler. Mm-hmm. But specifically, how much I hated this. Mean girl, underdog, high school analogy that just wouldn't go away. Well, it just it. it I hated it the most because it just it didn't feel accurate. It felt forced by exactly Nora, who seems like she's crazy. <laughs> she's the mean girl. Yeah, she yeah, seems like, like a crazy person who made up this analogy and then kept running with it the whole time. And like obviously, under, it worked. But the underdog narrative doesn't work if you're like saying you're the underdog. And yeah. it, it also doesn't work it has if to be you're earned. actively bullying multiple people. Yeah. So, to me, this is this is the way I say it, and I guess this is rushing to the end of the episode, but that's fine. Um, to me, the 
there was a strategy to protect yourself from this, and they dropped the ball on it, which is that you like Jamal napping and bringing his stuff or not bringing his stuff to tribal. That's how you shoot yourself in the foot in this situation. Uh huh. Yeah, it was a definitely a hoisting, maybe of a petard. <laughs> not sure. If they would have, if they would have acted like they were playing from behind, like they were just as nervous as everybody else. I really think that this would have turned out differently for them. I think that they shouldn't have, they should have been going around being like, you know, Nora's crazy. Nora's acting wild. We're scared. We're nervous. Let's just vote her out. And instead, they got comfortable. They relaxed. And they got caught. It's like, especially in the early stages, people will take any reason to vote someone out because they just don't want to go home mm -hmm. early. So you just need to find that quick reason, hammer it down, and not let anyone lose focus off of it. Yeah, I don't know how they didn't steer this kid towards Jamal, like you said. Like, he was napping, he was... He didn't bring his stuff. It's it's literally like he hoisted his batard and then flung it at Molly. Right. I think it's it, I think it's because of Nora is the reason it was yeah. Molly and not Jamal. Because she was intimidated by her. And Molly... Or, um, Nora was, like, just obsessed with that mean girl analogy. Right. That, she, was, mm -hmm. she, was, she was hammering that in. She was the one who kept going around saying we need to get rid of Molly. And I think other people were were on board with it because they also liked Molly. And they, for some reason, I never understand trying to vote out somebody you think will. It's like when you get near the end of the game, you're like, okay, I need we need to get rid of the people who have a shot at winning. Instead, everyone tries to do it at, like the first week. It's like this is the first tribal council. You shouldn't be voting out somebody you think you're worried might win in the end. Like you have plenty of time to do that. You don't have to do it right now. It's, it's like the whole, uh, honestly, Parvati has ruined the game for beautiful women. <laughs> if, if she, like, for somehow, anytime it's just, like, a smart woman who's, like, attractive, all of a sudden is the biggest threat just because there has been smart women who are attractive that have done well in the game. And it's always the Parvati comparison. And they always, like, it happened with Libby, it happened with Morgan in the past few seasons that... Just simply for kind of existing, mm -hmm. they got voted out. Yeah, and it seems really un unfair and unnecessary to Molly that they just tried to get rid of her this quickly. She didn't do anything wrong. Like you said, we, I, I, I think the thing that she did wrong is that her alliance got comfortable, and they were not they were not afraid of Nora. They thought everybody was on the same page. They didn't try to play the game. Uh, they should yeah. have been paying attention. should have seen what was going on. And Jamal was the figurehead in all this, uh, or, or he was the what everybody kind of saw as the alliance as a whole, but Molly was the leader. Yeah, Molly was the glue. Or the, exactly. the perceived well, well, she was the She was the one who everyone thought was going to win of those three. I think they think Jack is dumb, Jamal <laughs> is out of shape, and Molly is the perfect package. She's leading this, and she's going to win the whole thing if we don't get rid of her. Yeah. And she's the girl, so kick her to the curb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it almost Well, they saw, they saw that basket with all the eggs in it, and they just they wanted to kick it over. I told you. It does feel like... Uh, the whole Morgan Wendell Dom vote of that's of Ghost Island, where it's clear that Wendell and Dom were a little bit better players, but they still went after Morgan. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's a little different because I think Molly was probably one of the better players out of those three, but just interesting that the target chosen is always the woman. Mm -hmm. It's true. I'll be honest, I don't remember who Morgan is. <laughs> She, in Ghost Island, she was the vote after the first uh, tribe swap. 
That doesn't help. Uh, that's she worked at SeaWorld. Also doesn't help. <laughs> that's all I got. Um. Okay. So Lauren, go over your notes pretty quickly. Um. Before the main note, uh, I'm sure you probably want to talk. Oh, I remember Morgan now. Um. The Kelly thing, because you only have like nine minutes. Oh right? yeah, the- Kelly. Kelly went to Island of the Idols. Her her contest was. Uh, I I thought it was going to be about being annoyed by your fellow tribe mates, but it turned <laughs> out that wasn't it because they're like Boston Rob and Sandra are immediately like bothering her by like not shutting up and talking over her instead of like participating in a conversation, and uh, it turned out they were doing that because you have to listen. And uh, <laughs> it did feel Kelly... a little unfair to Elizabeth because yes. it's like competition one, create fire against one of the best fire makers in the world. Competition two, I don't know, remember some stuff. <laughs> right. And if you're a super fan and you're a big fan of these, like I, I would have probably had to have listened to those things to get them right. But like a lot of people who are really big fans of Survivor might know this stuff about them. They might follow these contestants outside of the show. So, you know, maybe it wasn't too hard for them. I knew, but I knew anyways, some of the yeah. answers just from, like, watching Sandra's seasons before. Right, exactly. So what ends up happening is they, they're talking over themselves. They're, like, kind of throwing all this information at her. And then they reveal your challenge is basically a trivia contest. I'm going to ask you five questions. If you get them all right, you can, you'll, you'll get an idol. Or you lose a vote just like last time. But then... If you get four right. Was it four out of five? Yeah. Yeah. So they said four out of five. But then Kelly was like, I honestly, I wasn't paying close enough attention. I don't feel confident about this. She trusted her gut for a second. And she was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So then Rob sweetened the pot, which apparently they're allowed to do, which I think he mentioned last week he was allowed to do. But she never backed down on it. Uh, So it was like, oh, no. Now you can only, you only have to answer three. Do you think you can do that? And then you get it. You get to use the idol for an extra... Week. Yeah. yeah, so he sweetened the pot, made it more enticing. She uh, ignores Rob's advice to Elizabeth, doesn't trust her gut, takes the challenge, gets all three right, and gets the idol. <laughs> I still probably so, would not have taken it, simply for the fact mm-hmm. that if it if an idol only lasts for like two early tribal councils, there's no guarantee well, to Kelly she's even going not, to them. Nope, that's not what it is. It's for the ones that the next three that you go to. Oh, was it? I thought it was. Yes, yeah. just not the next the, three. Not the next three. Okay. It's the next three that you I attend. Think, I think the first one is the next two, and then it was the three that you attend. So it was like yeah. a much better. Yeah. It was whatever it was. The, he did specify that these are the next the the next tribal councils you go to. Okay. It works for. Cool. So right. I, I thought so, it was the same as Elizabeth probably. Yeah, well, yeah, it might have been, but she could have sweetened it, but she didn't. She got You got to back down first on Idol of the Idols for some reason. Uh, but anyways, the thing... So Kelly is on my team, so this was pretty exciting for me that she got an Idol. But the thing that I'm really excited about was her deception when she gets back to camp. It's so good. Because it's this so was good. amazing. She gets back to camp, she gets off the boat, she and because of her, her situation, she basically got plucked off the island. She was doing nothing. They said, you have to come to this island. She goes there, she comes back... And her play is, 
I'm so, I promise you, I swear to God, I didn't do anything. I just, I didn't want to go. I'm so scared. It was upsetting. I didn't want to play. She cried. As soon as she got back, she started crying. She empties her bag. She, she says, hit, you could check me. I don't have anything. in her ponytail. <laughs> yeah, but she was using it as a hair tie and nobody fucking saw it. And it was it's one good. of the best shows of deception I've ever seen on the show. I, I really Just loved to it. like be able to cry on the spot is a yeah. special skill. And then her lie only varied from Elizabeth in the fact that she did say that there was two giant heads on the island, but didn't specify who. She didn't say Sandra and Rob were there. It was, and then she said it was the same thing as the urns, which was exactly what Elizabeth said, because, I mean, that's obviously, that's the what happened lie. on Ghost Island. Yeah. Right. So that's just what they're going to go with. I do want to give uh, credit. it was hilarious. I want to give credit to, apparently, Game Changer, Alan Ball, from Triple H, because he invent, because Kelly suggested you can do a strip search of me, and he was the first to do a strip search on Survivor. <laughs> so I want to give well, credit he, he where could be credit back is due. For the through. next game changers round, <laughs> he better be. I think you remember. Remember that guy who got naked? No, the guy who like the first he, episode he made the other guy get naked. Right? Do you, do you remember that? I kind of do. It was yeah. like the very beginning of that. Oh season. yeah, and it wasn't even like. It wasn't even, like, a Ghost Island situation. He just was literally like, hey, get naked. <laughs> he didn't trust them. He just forced them to get naked to check him. It wasn't even, like, a situation like this. Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, so that so that happened. So, Kelly now has an idol. She, sec- she successfully deceived everybody. It was a really great show. The other person who got an idol is not on my team, but I wish she was uh, because I, I was ha- she's my pick to win the whole thing. Chelsea. She's, Chelsea. She's on my team on the other league, though. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, but Chelsea finds an idol, plays it, plays it perfectly. She was just getting firewood. She found it and was able to to hide she it. Also, away. It was also immediately after she started a fire. Yeah. Oh yeah. She also impressed. The, yeah. Which me and Lauren were like, Elizabeth, hello. I I I'm convinced. What did you just fucking do on that island? I'm sorry, but in some cases, I think starting a fire is not a good move. In this current version of survivor because of the fire making challenge like it was good for janet because janet needed to prove her worth but someone like chelsea or elizabeth who the tribe already sees as having worth to be good at making fire i think that's going to make them seem like more of a threat now that they know that there's a fire maker challenge to get into the final three do you think that's why elizabeth didn't do it i i, I would I think so know. i wouldn't want to do it I I don't but know I if also, that's her thought process, but, but it'd be. But smart. I also think it needs to be if you're if you're trapped. They didn't have fire yet. That that's true, but like, so they needed fire, and Chelsea was able to get it done. So I I think it's not so much as I, it doesn't seem to me like anyone's going to see Chelsea as a threat to win the whole thing because she made fire, and more as thank God we have somebody who's able to make fire, so we have fire. I would have let For him now. get more desperate. Okay. Wow. That seems pretty. Uh... <laughs> Cruel? I don't know. Yeah, cruel is the word I was looking for. (laughs) I don't know. I just feel like that's something people are going to start paying attention to because of this fire-making challenge. And I think it's something that you really have to think about. Okay, I gotta get going. Is there any anything else you think that we should talk about that's important? Is there anything you want to talk about? I'm trying to think. Do you see anything in the notes, Lauren, that I I should talk about? Well, let's, oh, let's go over what your, we, our predictions. Your opinions. Oh, yeah. Let's do predictions. Um, the title we all got wrong because it was Kelly. Um, none of us guessed Molly to go out. It was a good and, blindside. 
Also, none of us guessed that Kelly would go to the big heads. Um, however, we did have, um, someone, we had guessed the first idol and I guess Chelsea got nice. the first idol. So I, so I did that. Nice. That's all for <laughs> predictions that we had. Who's going home next episode, Tyler? Um, I'm going to say Nora. I don't think she, I think she's spiraling. That's I don't think she's, I don't think she's going to be able to pull out of of this situation. Even though she won this round, I think she's going to put a bigger target on her back and I think she's going to get rid of her. All right, what about big hits? Um, it's somebody from the other tribe, right? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Ah, shit, I'm trying to remember who's on what tribe. What's the episode title next week? Honesty would be chill. Honesty. That's a good title. I, I'm gonna take the first pick. I wanna. I wanna have Jack for that. I see Jack. That is. That. Oh, that definitely <laughs> sounds like something Jack would say. Um, I, I'll just say who's going to the island. The only person I can think of from that tribe right now, which is Aaron. And who's your episode title pick? Who's somebody I think would be chill about stuff? Um, what's the girl who almost went home in the first episode? Elaine? Elaine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm mean, just going to say Elaine. I don't know. That's just a guess. All Any right. Pred- oh, Batard? Uh, I won't say Nora again. So I'm going to say... Jason! <laughs> Okay. Oh wait, I do want to talk about something. This was the episode where that was where. Oh my god. Ooh, yeah. So Lauren hasn't seen Suicide Squad. Have you seen Suicide Squad, Quinn? Of course. Okay, good. Um, so there, the Suicide Squad, the first movie. Um, Very interested to see where this is going. Okay. Well. <laughs> So, and Suicide Squad uh, focuses on the relationship between the Joker and Harley Quinn. And early on, there's a montage where um, the uh, uh, Amanda Waller is going over all the people she wants for Suicide Squad. And she's describing the Joker and Harley Quinn. And she says, she was fearless and crazier than him. She was his queen. And God help anyone who dared disrespect his queen. Wait. And that's Jason and Nora. That was- that was said. That's an actual line in the That's movie. That's an actual thought, quote from the movie Suicide Squad, Quinn. I thought that was people, like, parodying the movie. And, like, no, it is, but that that's up. a direct quote from the film that they're all it joking about. It was real. I yeah. thought it was made up. Yeah, so Nora, she was fearless and crazier than him. Jason, she was his queen, and God help anyone who dared <laughs> disrespect his queen. And that's basically what I saw in this episode, in that scene where the two of them are talking, and Nora's like, oh, I don't know how I feel about everything. And then Jason's like, I believe in you, babe. And, like, winked at her i was like oh my god (laughs) that's i immediately thought of that quote from suicide squad (laughs) that's hilarious my mind is blown right now though all right i will leave you guys with that nugget of wisdom because i gotta go to work and and uh sell people tickets to the joker finally i thought he'd never leave (laughs) get out of here what wait what was that (laughs) No, I didn't know how to respond.
sounded like that girl in Little Mix in that one like famous video where she's doing a Jamaican accent and she just goes, bah! (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's the reference I was going for. (laughs) No, this is the one-star portion of this episode. <laughs> uh, where, yeah, Tyler's been officially voted out. Um, woot, woot! episode <laughs> I like episode how, evacuation. I like how when either you or me are busy, we usually end up waiting to record, but this is the second <laughs> time we've just done it without Tyler. <laughs> well, he was in it. <laughs> Well, there was, if we didn't do it now, then we wouldn't be able to do it at all. Uh, yeah, that's episode. true. Yeah. And we, we're vowed to ourselves, no double episodes this time. Come over rap. I can. Good. But it's, it's fine. Go every Ray. <laughs> <laughs> this episode's a mess. What, what should we talk about? To talk about the mass singer some more. We can. Did you watch the latest episode? My Hulu wasn't working, so I haven't seen it, which is upsetting. Oh, but so my, we can't talk about it. You, you can spoil it me if you need to. But my mom went up to me after listening to our last episode and goes, "If I wanted to listen to a mass singer podcast, I would listen to a mass singer podcast." <laughs> she hates the mass singer with every bone in her body. Oh no. I mean, that's fire. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Tyler correctly guessed it um, during the episode. What what masks went home? Only one. This time only one? Which one? Panda. Panda. Okay. Was it Panda? It was. It was crazy. <laughs> I thought it was a little on the nose. Um, <laughs> Wait, no. His name's Designer. The song's Panda. That's my bad. You know, I thought, <laughs> when you said that, I was like, I don't think that that's the artist's name, but we're just going to ignore it. It wasn't designer. Well, he designed uh, the panda costume, obviously. <laughs> I think I'd be doomed to be a second out on The Masked Singer. Because I think there'd be somebody who's just so bad I could beat them, but then, like, the second round, I'm gone. Yeah, I think so, too, <laughs> for myself. Um mm-hmm. Because, I mean... Like, I could pick the perfect song where my voice doesn't sound too bad, but this next episode, I'd just stick out. Well, because the people who... The the, um, celebrities that want to go on here are the ones that actually do secretly have a good singing voice. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what's loading uh, the competition. Uh, I want to be bad, and I want to shine because of it. I kind of left the room, but were you guys talking about how mad Aaron was? A little bit. Want anything? Do you need to add anything? He he seemed too mad for the first boot. Like I don't believe he was that close to Ronnie. Where it's like, oh my god, I can never trust again. That's what he was saying. I think it was mainly like I don't know. I think maybe it was just because he was scared that he was blindsided that easily that quickly. But yeah, like how much of a loyalty can you have to someone when you know them for like three days? A day. Yeah. And, yeah. like, I would much rather be blindsided in, like, the first few episodes than any later than that. 
because it's kind of easy to reintegrate yourself when there's that many people still. It's like if right. you're blindsided at final seven, that's when you're like, oh, shit. That's what he should have just been like. Oh, sorry, guys. I I misread the situation. Uh, no harm, no foul, Vince. I think you're really cool. Yeah. Yeah, just be super chill about it. You're like, oops, uh, first week jitters. Now that I got that out of the way, I'm sorry. Exactly, kind of yeah. But no, he was pissed. Uh, was actively telling people he doesn't trust them. Missy wanted to work with him for some reason. Um, I think I really misjudged Missy. And I think it was just probably because she said very little about herself in her profile. <laughs> but I've been pretty impressed with her so far. Yeah. she. I think she handled that situation very... Ben, like, well... Very well um, to benefit herself. Mm-hmm. It's like, why not go after the straggler? Get him on your side just in case you ever need an extra person. Especially getting someone who's very angry at a lot of people, getting him his target away from yourself. Exactly. He'll get his revenge on everyone else first. Yeah. I wrote, oh, he's salty, but I don't really remember what. It was just, he literally at one point said, like, I'll never trust again. Something crazy like that. <laughs> Yeah, he was very upset. <laughs> yeah. We have this, like, scene where, like, Nora's, like, saying that everyone is lazy. And, like, calls out Molly for, like, not for like sleeping. And it was, like, 6 a.m. <laughs> and she was like, but I was awake. <laughs> <laughs> like, I wasn't even sleeping. Um, and that was just when Nora just decided, you know, decided to target Molly. and Just her very strange vendetta against her. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't buy that Nora isn't, like, is uncool. Like, she's, like, a smart, successful woman who, like, owns her own business. So I'm not, like, buying into her whole whole narrative of, like, being on the outs always. Because she just, she seems like, she seems like the mean, popular girl. I don't buy that she wasn't cool in high school. No, I think she was the popular girl that... Like, she was the popular mean girl, saw Molly, and just saw it almost like an in where, like, oh, I can paint this on her. Well, see, I think she believes what she's saying, though, is the other thing. But I still yeah, just She does don't... not... I don't think she sees herself as, as that... Yeah. And it's like, how traumatic was her high school experience, though, for it to still be affecting her as, like, a 30-year-old woman... <laughs> That is a good point. <laughs> so maybe she was. Maybe she was in the band, and that's always a mistake. Because <laughs> she made a comment. She was like, I'm not married. Like, I don't <laughs> have friends. There was, like, all this stuff. It's like, oh, Nora. <laughs> she has Jason. Yeah, that was my note. My next line just says, Nora hates Molly and wants to fuck Jason. <laughs> and I know, like, pro- Nora was the motivating force behind this Molly boot, but I can't help but feel like the edit was kind of giving a lot of credit to Lauren for it. Right? Um. Or am I crazy? No, yeah, they did. So I was happy to see that, given she's my number one. Yeah, because they, they were act like, she was the one who decided to go with that and convince the others that she needed to convince. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Nora, Nora was the spark, but it felt like Lauren was, like, the leader. That's, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think Which, that's accurate. Very happy to see. I hope she goes far. 
And then Chelsea starts the fire immediately after all the men can't, which was dope, even though it was not their, you know, maybe the best move. Um, and then she, yeah, she finds the idol, which was cool. Yeah, this was, this episode was really all about women. I know. Um, you know, women against the women, uh, powerful women. <laughs> and then Jamal. And Jamal. Um, but did, my next, or okay. I was did you see, like, the confessional count statistics? No, I know that we haven't heard anything from Dean yet. <laughs> well, no, it's crazy because last episode, almost everybody spoke. But this episode, mm-hmm. there were like four or five people who didn't get any confessionals. Which I'm I, surprised it's even that low. It felt like it was really focused on only a few people this episode. Yeah. Which was surprising to me. I was surprised. Yeah, I'm surprised to hear that it was that many people who did have confessionals because I feel like it was. Or, like, a lot of them were, like, just one or something. Like, Kelly had the most by a lot. And I think that's just going to be true for whoever ends up on the Island of the Idols. Especially right at this point where we have so many people in general. Yeah. It did feel a little long, the segment. Yeah. And I get why it is, but, like, I'd still rather see more tribe dynamics and at least hear what Dean's voice sounds like. Yeah, we haven't heard a single thing from him yet. (laughs) Like, just to add on. So, are you feeling confident about that pick? Um, I'm really hoping he's not another Chelsea. Um, the original Chelsea. Uh, he's Purple Dean. I'm hoping that they're just saving it because he's going to become a bigger player later on. <laughs> that is a high hope. Because especially, I, I've seen, like, talking about it, how Chris Underwood had a similar edit. Where you didn't hear anything from him, and then he come back and came back and won. And right. Survivor has a history of like trying to mix up what edits they give their winner, and so, so since like, they just had the under-edited winner, we're gonna get a much more prominent edit from this winner. Is what the prediction is. Yeah, because they try to not be predictable, which they end up being kind of predictable yeah, exactly oh my next note is yes tommy those hips <laughs> the gif i sent you yeah as soon as i saw it i was like lauren's gonna need to take a peek that's from the uh the yoga when they, class. when they did the yoga class i would be so mad that alone would have made me want nor out i do not want to just stand there and waste all my energy doing early morning yoga no you don't like that? I don't. I've done hot... I did hot yoga once. It was the most miserable experience of my entire life. And I've had a vendetta ever since. I'm just not good at yoga. I've tried. I've tried to get into it. I just can't. Yeah, only my arms are flexible. Everything else is pretty much like steel. There's no bending. No, I... It just doesn't work for me. I've tried. I can't do it. Oh, and then Kelly went to the island. Uh, it's an isle. I keep switching up if I say Isle of the Idols and then Island of the Idols. Wait, I'm genuinely confused as to which it is. I don't remember. I keep it's switching island. it. It's Island. It is Island? Yeah. That's better. Isle of Idols sounds... There's not enough syllables there. No. It, did, you, then... did you think it was interesting that we had to sit through... Another reading of the rules. Is that going to, like, happen every time? Well, 
I, I did think that was super weird, and I think it's really just Rob needs to read it every time as a reminder <laughs> to not be mean to them. See, I think there's a loophole there that it's gonna. Yeah, like there's something in the rules that, yeah. I don't know what it's gonna be, but I feel like they keep saying it because there's like a loophole that we're supposed to see. But I don't know what yeah, it like is. Yeah, like the wording of something is. Exactly, yeah. We'll see if they do it a third time. Mm-hmm. I guess that'll be like the test. I'm suspicious. Is just all I'm saying. But Sandra made a joke that, like, this is better than Cochrane, which was funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think Sandra is, might be the best part of this season. She's definitely very fun. It, I love... I like having her around. I love her li- them in the, their little viewing booth. And Sandra's, yeah, Sandra's commentary is the best part of that. Yeah. She's definitely the star so far. Mm-hmm. But, you know, my point was, like, I, I feel like it was very obvious that that was, this was going to be a test because it was, like, they were talking so much. I mean, to us, but Kelly still barely knew what it was in her defense. That is true. And it could be, like, it could just be, like, why are we having this very long discussion about each other? Yeah. It's too, it's still, like, confusing, overwhelming so early in the game. All of a sudden, and- like... Rob and Sandra, if you just walk onto an island and see Rob and Sandra, like, that's so overwhelming on its own, and along right. with everything else. And then you think that they're just talking, and, you know, you don't know why they're there. You're like, oh, they, they like me. They want to get to know me. <laughs> My heroes. I don't really have anything else to say about that that we didn't talk about before, because... I mean, she just played this off so well when she got back. Uh, it was pitch perfect. It was brilliant. And she shot up in my rankings. And even, like, that whole time when they Like, she was talking about, like, oh, my memory's bad. I don't listen to people. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she, she played... I just... I love the hair move so much. That was I, so good. Haven't you talked about doing that before? I definitely have, because my hair is so big that I was like, that's definitely where I would put it. And it happened, and it was so good. I saw, I saw, was... I saw a tweet that was like, that's why her hair is so big. It's full of secrets. <laughs> Literally. Uh, um, it, it, was one, it might be one of my favorite just little I, moments, lies. Not a move, maybe, but like just a lie slash moment that I've seen. Because she was just crying so hard, and she really was like... Dumping her bag out, like, pleading for them to search her. The fact that she can cry like that on cue so convincingly. The fact she's like, I'll take off all my clothes. They're like, no, "No, you're good. It's fine. We believe you. You're sobbing. Please stop. No, it was brilliant. It was so good. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we had the challenge. I, I feel like that... Might have also hurt Molly, but I feel like it really wasn't her fault. No, like they couldn't hold it up yeah. for her. Like I think I, I keep I know we keep saying like Nora, it was all Nora, but I think Molly also misplayed. So it's not fully. Yeah, it, there is some blame ne- on Molly. Yeah, you should never go in thinking that you're safe at a tribal council. Like that's just. Yeah, but I. You- I I can't help but think some, maybe there was some logic where it's like, oh, Molly couldn't get it untied. But it's like, well, yeah, you couldn't hold the ladder up. Yeah, you didn't. I mean, 
Chelsea threw the bag and then lost it in the ocean, so at least she, <laughs> she didn't do that. <laughs> but, like, this is funny, because Jeff was like, catastrophe for Vokai. <laughs> and Vokai is having a horrible time right now. And I, I was wrong about my prediction about not seeing them go to Tribal Council for a long time. I was pretty sure on it. Yeah. They just were just not having... Although they still almost won. Yeah, it was still pretty close. Yeah, it was still an intense uh, competition at the end. And then I also wrote what happened to Jamal's eye because, like, did you see that? I didn't. He just, like, after the challenge, he just, his one eye was just, like, so swollen. Like, I think he got hit with something. Aw, poor guy. And then it was, it was, like, I think it was a little better at Tribal. Like, it obviously wasn't that noticeable, but, for, like, for a few scenes, like, when they were discussing stuff, it was like, Jamal, are you okay? <laughs> And then, um, for just a bad day overall for Jamal. <laughs> yeah. And then I wrote, still nothing from Dean. And this is what bothered me a lot. That, um, so, they didn't even ask Molly a question at Tribal. And if they did, they didn't put it in the edit. Oh, I didn't notice that. That she talked one time and it was just because she, like, responded to somebody but she talked once and she was never asked a question maybe she just didn't say much at all in the real thing because that's how well executed of a blind side it was is like even if jeff even talked to her she would get suspicious you know because you can maybe. take you can take hints of like what the kind of questions jeff is asking and like that stuff so maybe it was that situation but i think it's like well if someone's getting voted out you should at least give them a chance to like answer questions you know? Maybe it also could just be, maybe she just didn't have very good answers. Who knows? That'll, yeah, that could be. And she like, could have just been short and didn't really answer anything. And Jamal's whole train wreck speech was just so good it had to be in there. Yeah. I cannot believe that he just didn't bring a bag to Idol or Tribal. It's happened before. It's happened many times. And usually they go home a lot when they make that mistake. And that's that's always the most beautiful thing. It's like in there in an episode of Big Brother, this guy was so sure he wasn't going home, he didn't even have his shoes on, so he had to like walk out barefoot. Oh my god! It's so good. That's so funny. Um, it's like with a double when they don't have any other stuff. Yeah. So, um, Jason ended up having two votes. Nora had one vote, and then Molly had five. So. So who do you, I, I guess they probably showed it, but I forget. It was Jamal and someone voted for somebody. Our recording went out, so I didn't see it. I'm sure it didn't doesn't. See that and we didn't see the preview for next week. I didn't see the preview for next week either. My my recording was behind as well, but I guess it doesn't really matter because we don't know it was Jamal, Molly, and Jack who voted those three votes. It doesn't really matter how they were placed, I guess. Yeah. And we know that they were planning on splitting anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. So, anything else about this episode? This is weird because we talked a lot at the beginning very quickly, and now we're like, well, what else do we talk about? I just, I think I really like this cast. I'm pretty happy. I think I do too. I'm, I am liking it a little bit more than I thought I would. See, but, I, I was all excited about winners, and then the announcements came, and then... So, I'm glad that I actually like this cast, so I have something to 
deal with hold on, while I mourn in. while I mourn what the winter season could have been. Oh right, and also the winner from last season too. Yeah, the, there's been a lot of bad, and I think we deserve some good finally. Um, although I don't know. I'm just still upset that Molly was voted out. I really liked her, and I really felt good about her. My mom just absolutely... She was, like, the one person she knew she would not pick. Really? Yeah, because she, she, uh, her pet peeves were something about, like, being easily annoyed with people. My mom was like, oh. nuh-uh. So I guess that was a good sense. Even though I still think Molly would have been a decent Survivor player, just the cards fell weird for her. So I think it was yeah. less that, and just... You you get the one person who you don't mix with, and that's the end. And then if that person's louder than you, then you lose. Yeah, even if she was, like, on the other tribe, who knows how far she would go. Right. So, who's your guess for who's going out next week? I wish I would have seen the preview, because I really have no idea. Yeah, me, um, I didn't see it either. I'm going to say, considering edits and everything... Who did Tyler take Nora... Yes. I think I think they're setting her up to be bigger for longer. So I don't think she's going to go. So I'm going to take um I'm going to take Aaron. That was going to be someone I considered. Well, ha. Cuz I, I I also I hope that the tribals whoever loses immunity keeps like bouncing back and forth cuz I like it when we get to the merge and there's like a really nice even balance of original tribes. Mm-hmm. So I hope yellow loses this week so we can keep it even. I'm going to guess Jamal. That's a good guess. Just because I feel like maybe his petard was, was hoisted too much. Yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty hoisty. Yeah. Who, who's your guess to go to the big heads? So it'll be on yellow or orange this time. Uh, Lyro? Yeah. Or whatever? Yeah. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Missy. Because very few people on that tribe got to speak this time. And I feel like since she got content, that means she'll be important. I'm gonna guess Dean, because I just hope he does something. Because <laughs> if, if he goes there, he'll get a whole bunch of confessionals. I know. Maybe that they're like, well, we'll, we'll save up on him. Because <laughs> we know he'll bring it later. I hope for his sake. I, 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 it always makes me sad when someone gets under-edited. Like Chelsea. Although yeah. Chelsea actively didn't do anything. Not according to the people that were there. Oh, really? Yeah. Or not according... I don't know. But it still makes me sad, even then. I think everyone... Like, you're on a TV show. You, you deserve something. <laughs> even so if who... all you get is, like, the ones that describe the challenge or, like, just give factual information, no opinions. Just let her have all those then, you know? So it feels yeah, like she's like... contributing. <laughs> Like, we got back to camp and Jamal was bad. Like, all right, thanks, Dean. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> or, like, I don't know, just... Or even just show him talking to people. Don't even give him a confessional if you don't want to, but, like, show him interacting with people. Yeah. I got... But to be we fair... Because didn't see, we didn't see Missy as a conversational, you know, th- like a social game threat at all mm-hmm. until Nora just said she was. It's not like we saw a bunch of clips of her getting along with people. I, I I did get that general vibe from her, though. I mean, I did, too, but it's not like... They didn't... 
focus on that. Yeah. What was the title again? Um, Honesty would week. be chill. I took Jack. Tyler took Elaine. <sighs> Hard choice, I know. Because <laughs> I want to. I want to say Jack. <laughs> well, too but bad. I know, not, I know. I can't. So, I guess it doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm gonna say Elizabeth. Okay. Thank you. What? 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 We're, I won't. I won't let. We can't go Macklemore. I'll never go back. <laughs> You'll never go Macklemore. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm. I'm just a little Macklehore. <laughs> no, what a Macklebore. This podcast is. <laughs> uh, Mackleshore. <laughs> um. And who do you think is going to hoist themselves on their own petard? Um, I think, so, so are we giving Jamal the hoisting this time, officially? Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's time. Nora's been prepping to hoist her petard. I think she's going to go full hoist this time. Yeah. She's been preparing the petard <laughs> for hoisting. Yeah, she's got the pulley system out and everything. She's just got a tug. I'm going to say... Uh, I'm not gonna take as much. As Wait, who did, did who did Tyler take for this? Jason. Okay, cool. I'm gonna say Aaron. I think he's gonna still be bitter about that first loss, and I think he's gonna just hoist that petard, baby. I gotta be honest. I don't really know what it means. It's like blowing. It's like setting a bomb and then blowing, being on it while you blow it up. I think. Okay, because you guys started throwing around the word bomb. And I got real confused <laughs> because is, when I hear bomb. hoist, I think like pulley, pulling something up, you know? Oh, I fully, even though I know what it is based off Googling it, <laughs> I still imagine like almost like a flagpole. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like you hung yourself by your own rope. That's where I'm exactly. beginning with. Like you're trying to just autoerotic asphyxiate, but the next thing you know... You're, it's a noose, and you're dead. <laughs> you pull a regular Keith Carradine. That's what I think of. Yeah. Sure. I was going more of, like, like the classic bullies, like, bully stereotype or trope, I guess, is, like, the un- being hung by your underwear on the flagpole. Oh, yeah. So That's where my mind goes, so you're telling which me is a bit different. Your first reference points... Reference point is an autoerotic asphyxiation. Um, for most things, yes. <laughs> I don't really get that, but okay, whatever, whatever you need. Um, so is there anything else um you want to add to this um, episode? I feel like there wasn't much to talk about, even in general. Yeah, because the content was so focused on the Nora Molly story, really. Yeah, and there's not much to say about it. Or just we've already said everything. Just still, exactly. the whole mean girl thing was weird. Didn't, yeah, and forced didn't feel and... very forced by Nora, not by the edit. Yeah, I mean it worked in her favor. She did. Yeah, it worked. But she was just like, "I'm gonna play the victim." <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> and then everyone else on her tribe was like, "Okay." <laughs> see, I feel like they still kind of see that, but they're like, "Why not keep around?" This person who is not going to win Survivor. You know? 
Right. I think you can already tell. Like, I don't. I don't see Nora getting many votes if she gets to the end. So it's like, no. it's like, why not? Let's get rid of the more serious threat. Yeah, let's just keep the person who's going to shoot herself in the foot. Yeah, it's times. like this is not going to be the only chance we have to get rid of Nora. Molly, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you. Can, it's harder to anticipate that. Um. But speaking of like creating your own narrative kind of thing um and so x on the beach (laughs) um mark jansen from big Big brother Brother yeah is on it um he cut it elaine or not elaine is it elaine elena elena was on it and he got her kicked out (laughs) why it was like the first vote he got everyone to vote her out because he didn't he wanted to explore other options. <laughs> but basically, he was getting, like, he kind of was, like, hitting it off with this one girl. It's very annoying. And I was like, Mark, what are you doing? <laughs> like, she's, I, it's, she's on, um, like, she dated, like, someone really, in, who did she date? It was, like, one of the Trump Ew. Yeah. And was like hoping he would come on the show. It was like, did you really think that was going to happen? It's not like Eric Trump is contributing much elsewhere. Yeah. I don't think it was him. I think it was the other one. Really? Don Jr. or Baron? (laughs) Baron. (laughs) Her name was like Aubrey O'Day. Oh, I know who that is. Yeah. She was on The Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. Sometimes I'm like, she she makes good points and is, like, very good on the show. And other times I'm like, she's so insufferable. <laughs> and I don't know how anyone would be able to, like, live in a house with her. But basically, so she's hitting it off with Mark. He keeps being like, yeah, I, obviously everyone knows, everyone saw it. I just got out of a very serious relationship. Like, I'm not looking for a relationship right now. I'm not looking for a relationship right now. She has an ex come. That's a woman. So then she basically tells them, I'm going to date both of you right now. Love that. Yeah. And so they were like, okay. And Mark literally said, okay, I don't care because I'm not looking for a relationship right now. (laughs) (laughs) And the other girl, not into it, but she's like, just don't have sex right next to me. And do they have sex? Is her only stipulation is do not have sex next to me. That's so later a on, ridiculous ask. I don't know what right. to say. <laughs> so later on, they have sex, and they tell her about it. They're like, hey, we had sex. And she's like, okay, just don't have sex next to me. And they're like, got it. And then they have sex next to her. <laughs> <laughs> like, while she's sleeping. Oh. And then Mark decides to like be like, hey, I don't want to be a part of this weird triangle anymore. Like, I'm seeing myself out. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I share my body with you. Like, you played me. Which, um... I mean, fair, but then, so she keeps saying that he, he, like, all this stuff of, like, you were telling me you were going to visit me in my hometown, and we were going to do this, and we were going to do this, and then the editing just keeps showing all these clips of him telling her to her face, I don't want a relationship (laughs) And it's so funny because, like, they they keep having this conversation about stuff, and then Audrey's lying, and then the editing just shows clips of, like him telling the truth (laughs) that's my favorite thing is when they bring out the receipts it's so funny and then mark gets annoyed 
and it's like, hey, Coffee, because that's the other girl's name. Because <laughs> it's, I don't know, her name is Coffee. He goes, Love hey, um, you know your one rule was to not have sex with you? <gasps> well, we broke that and we had sex next to you. And then Aubrey's like, he's just lying. That's just like, you know, the tell of a guilty person that they're trying to like put blame on someone else. And he just goes, okay. And he like walks away. <laughs> so basically Audrey, so he just keeps being like, you're manipulating her. And she's like, no, I'm not. You're a player and you played me. And like, you just, you know, took advantage of me. And it's all this stuff. And it's, <laughs> they just keep playing like the clips of him just telling the truth. <laughs> Well, I really, it's very funny. I really wish Mark wouldn't have waited for his second reality TV show to decide to be good TV. Oh, he's he wasn't really doing a whole lot. Although there was one part when he was talking with Elena on the beach, and then she said something, and he kept trying to be like, I don't want to talk about this right now, and she kept trying to talk about it, and he got up and ran into the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> um, This was the main thing that he's been... He's been pretty, like... Not doing much until okay. That makes more sense for him. What were what were we saying though? We were talking about how Nora created her own story. Oh yeah, was like manipulating everything. That's where that Mm -hmm. came from. Okay, yeah, it's I because before I knew Donald Trump was racist, Celebrity Apprentice was one of my favorite reality shows. Oh, me too. I watched. I've seen like every episode of it. I think I watched, like, the first two seasons, maybe. I think I stopped. I didn't even watch Kevin Jonas' season. Wow. That's big I watched, like, a little bit of it, but... I have. Really. He wasn't good. Mm-mm. I mean, I knew he wouldn't be. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. That's my story. That's all I have. Reality TV is fun. Fun? Most of the time. <laughs> Obviously, maybe it was a mistake. Because if there was no reality TV... There'd probably be no Donald Trump as president. So I don't know. I don't think it was all worth it. Reality TV's existence yeah. or Celebrity Apprentice's existence? Reality TV in general. Because I think there is still a situation where... There's no situation where reality TV exists and The Apprentice doesn't. Right. And so I think it was just all a mistake at the end of the day. Even though I love it so much. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. So that's, that's our thrilling conclusion. It's a very sad note to end on. But but anyway, great episode. This episode wasn't a mistake. It was a good episode. The only mistakes were made by Jamal, Jack, and Molly. Wait, you thought it was a good episode? Yeah. Did you not? I don't know. I thought there was like... the, The Kelly scene was good and everything else was like... So, so. Well, are... Are you not liking it because one of your faves got eliminated? Is that clouding at all? It could be, but I remember being like bored with the episode up until then. Really? Yeah. I didn't get that, but you know, that's what it is. It's too But also it own. could just be the fact that I really liked Molly and then she got voted out. Yeah. So that could be. Well, I enjoyed it because I think Nora is, might be the Angelina I want in this season. I don't think any of us guessed her as the villain. No, not at all. I because I remember when I was no, looking at well, who did we guess? I guess Tom. You said Kelly, and Tyler said Lauren. Oh, I was very wrong about Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, but I I was um. There's still a chance for Tom to be a dick. <laughs> yeah, there's that that window still open. Yeah, I thought I thought Nora 
was going to just kind of be... I thought Nora was going to be the purple one, honestly. I didn't get any of her personality from her interviews or stuff, so I'm I'm surprised, happily surprised by her. On an entertainment value. Yeah. yeah I, first and foremost, above even my own tribe, I'm team good TV. You know this. Right. Obviously. And so the more Nora, the better is all, I'm, all I can think now. So I, I'm, I hope she stays. I didn't want her to go because she did be a little more boring of a season. She might be more boring later. We don't know. It's too early. I cannot that, imagine her cooling down, though. Yeah, I was going to say, that's your bitterness about Molly going home talking. Yeah. I, I don't think she's going to cool down. <laughs> All right. Well. It's not time to snuff the candle. Will right. you snuff your candle? I don't... Are we copyrighted? I don't know. Oh, I've, yeah. I've sang two copyrighted songs so far in this episode. I don't right. think it's good. It's probably not. <clears throat> All right, here goes the candle. Oh, that was a long one. I could kind of <laughs> hear that one, too. Oh, good. Yeah, because, you don't know... I why I said it that way. <laughs> this is my favorite part of the episode where you do some, you guys do something I can't see. Well, you can kind of hear it because I do it in the mic. Yeah. So in the episodes, you can kind of hear it. I'm sure you can't, though. Yeah, I'm sure the audience loves it just as much as I do. Yeah. All right. Well, that was it. <laughs> how do we li- How do we end this? Is Is there a phrase that we use? I don't know. No, I think it's just the candle snuffing. But I feel like we say, oh, we got a plug. That's what it is. Oh, we got a plug. Yeah. Well, we snuffed the candle already, though. Oh, shoot. Follow just one of us on Twitter, not Tyler. He doesn't get a plug because he's not here. Follow the podcast yeah, fo- at Snuffed Pod on Twitter. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll plug my Letterbox because that's really where I want more followers now. Follow me okay. at Rinquite on Letterboxd. I, I think I'm good at it, but my follower count doesn't reflect that, which I could say about my Twitter as well. But <laughs> how do like followers on Letterboxd work? I don't understand. Like they just come up. Like you can see your. Rev- views their reviews in your feed okay there might be other stuff i don't know i just want people to see my reviews because i think they're funny all right check out his letterbox yeah do you have a niche social media you want to throw out there uh no (laughs) awesome bye (laughs) i don't do anything fun don't say that about yourself too late (laughs) <laughs> Alright, I guess that's it. <laughs>